0: Hey, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Kinetic Conversations financial podcast, episode 18. We got a pretty awesome guest, you guys. And today we're going to be discussing the impacts of race on economics. And we got my good friend, Mr. Tyrone Smalls. What's up, buddy? Welcome to the show. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good, man. I specifically wanted to have Tyrone on just to give a little context, because I feel like uh, he, he offers me personally a lot of like really great, authentic, insight about race relations just the challenges around uh the things that we face in our community and so that's really why i wanted to have him on because i feel like uh I-, I learned a great deal from him when it comes to just race relations and he has a really cool backstory so t if you want to give a little insight man on just kind of a little bit about the upbringing uh you know where you were born uh, and then we'll get into the show so
1: i'm from queens new york uh-oh single oh here you go
0: <laughs> Timberland <laughs> wearing we know how this goes
1: uh, <laughs> single parent, you know, raised by my mother. Not a single parent. Don't have no kids. rephrase that. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, you know, raised by my mother. You know, not really. Didn't really get into my own finances until I would say as too late. But you know, right. it's better late than never.
0: Absolutely, so. absolutely. Specifically, I had I had shot uh, Tyrone the article just to add uh, just a little bit more insight into it. I had shot him an article that I seen on Twitter actually from CNBC that said. Black families in the U.S. have 90% less wealth than white families. And the crazy thing was is the pandemic is actually starting to show a little bit more of those fault lines. And we're actually even starting to see that it's worse probably than we thought because a lot of the people, uh, T, you can add, you know, some insight as well. A lot of the people that I'm seeing that are being impacted with, like, COVID relief, obviously a lot of front-end jobs, retail, food service, those type of things. Those people are getting hit even more uh, extensively than, you know can I say white America or, you know, just more, just more affluent areas. So specifically, I guess I wanted to know, as we just kick it off, talk to me a little bit about what were some of your early experiences with money and when did you notice that things were different typically for black people than other minority or racial groups?
1: Well, uh, well, my, I say my first real experience with getting fake allowances that were never consistent, right? you know, okay. you know, financial, you know, upbringings and, you know, you get it when they have it or you don't get it at all. Yeah, for sure. But mm-hmm. um, my first time, I guess I, I had this really, I really started saving money was probably when I was about 12, when my grandfather gave me a $100 bill. Okay. And I only held on to it because I was fascinated by it. Wow. I never had one. Right. So it wasn't like, oh, I had money. It was like, oh, I had it in a little shoebox and I just held it for maybe about a month oh, or like 12.
0: Man, at 12. So... <laughs>
1: Just held it, looked at it, made sure it was there like every two days and, right. you know, stuff like that. But that was really my first time ever saving money. And then, you know, sneakers started costing too much money. Yeah, Feet sure. started getting bigger. And people wasn't buying me sneakers no more. So then I really had to start saving money. So that will probably be the first thing I could really remember as me no, as far I, as saving money is concerned. So
0: I like that. I actually like that a lot. Cause I didn't even, re- even really think about it until you said it. But like, that is something that's kind of like it's kind of like a misnomer. I know specifically in the black community, we don't talk a lot about like allowances and that type thing, like you say. Mm-hmm. It's really, and it's crazy, I actually <laughs> seen my mom over the weekend and I was talking to her about, uh, you know, like I had seen my little brother and I was like, man, you know, this house is really doing a lot better since the last day, you know to were I mean? Like just talking about my upbringing. And she was like, yeah, you know, we didn't get you new school shoes, but once a year, you know, I'd get them right after tax season. You know, and that was back when the FELI deal was going on and we'd be doing two for 89 or whatever the case is. I think for me, though, one of the things that I notice typically um, is just the experience of, and I don't want to get, we'll we'll go a little deep because I'm really interested to know your insight. I think even from just how uh, Black people in particular are purported on the news and that type thing is where I really started to know there's just a different set, right? Like naturally when I was younger, whenever I hear somebody say, Oh, you're being ghetto or ghetto, your brain actually kind of sadly, it automatically goes to people who look like we, you know? So that was like my early, my early estimation of it. And obviously I had a lot of friends um, who grew up with challenging experiences. And I think that's something that black people in general, we all share is like the struggle, you know what I mean? Like, it's just something that like, you really wouldn't understand unless, you share that struggle, and I'm not saying that it's only us that goes through it, but I think that that's kind of the alliance that we all share with each other. It's like, we all know the taste of Kool-Aid. We all know mm-hmm. what, you know, ramen noodles taste like. Like, everybody knows what it is to go to, like, an Aldi's or, you know, whatever store story is. I know Aldi's, like, it's high-end now here, but, um, mm-hmm. you know, like, we all kind of have that, that same experience, so I was really interested to know that. Um, so to go into it a little bit more, whenever we discuss race in America, I know there's so many layers to it about what impacts the black community. You hear people play crime. You hear so many different things. Uh, But I personally don't think that there's anything probably plaguing us more than economic equality. I'm really interested to know kind of how you feel about it and um, just pick your brain and get some fresh insight. It's
1: just just more of the not knowing. We all suffer from the not knowing. Mm -hmm. So I can't even say it's suffering because what we don't know can't hurt us. So, I mean, as far as, you know, Knowing, not knowing your parents could put your name on certain stuff and get That's your real. credit going. That's real. We know, it, we know it in the form of negativity where, you know, your parents will put your name on a bill because you, sure. you know, just started credit. So they'll mess it up and you won't know it until you get old and try to get cable yourself. Right. We never know it in a positive way, you know, just starting you off. So telling you, you when you say save. not
0: knowing for our listeners, you're specifically meaning like just lack of education around what you can do.
1: Parents not knowing, which means I won't know. And you know, I, I just, totally yeah, agree. And, and I really
0: appreciate you bringing that up because one of the things that, um, and this is just goes into the duality of what you're talking about in regards to. I had a friend, obviously, uh, that I worked with, and I think I had actually told you when we when we sat down for dinner, who you know told me that you know he had a, a credit score like eight fourteen, and I'm like, how? Like you and I, you and I are at the same age. Like how in the world do you have eight fourteen? And I'm like. At the time, like keeping my phone in my pocket, not even wanting to look at my credit score, you know, because mm-hmm. I, I don't know anything about it. And he's like, oh, man, like my parents actually had me on the mortgage ever since I was like 15 years old. So he was building up credit while what you just referenced, uh, mm-hmm. oftentimes in our community, you're growing up, so to speak, is like, hey, we about got to put this bill in your name. Hey, we about to run your credit. You know what I mean? Like that's kind of the mm-hmm. fresh thing. And nobody's giving you the education behind it, which is mm-hmm. really, really great insight. Um, specifically in this article that I read, T, uh, specifically CNBC said white households had a, have a net worth of $875,000 while the average black household has a net worth of 126000 When you hear those numbers specifically about how distant the economic <laughs> wealth gap is, what initially comes to mind?
1: Teamwork makes the dream work. A lot of us, we, I feel like us as a community, we to separate ourselves until things go wrong right on top of the obstacles we already face as a you know a collective so it is, it is how do i explain it i mean the numbers don't lie so i mean they well most of the time you know i don't i guess we're gonna say it you know, yeah the white people um they have a better head start than we do Or even if they don't have a head start, they start at zero. We are usually behind the ball, right? And then you know, digging ourselves out of a grave for lack of a better term. So,
0: no, I mean, I've been. I'm. I'm actually. I'm still kind of reeling from this video. I actually seen. I think you've seen the same video. I can't think of the lady, the young lady's name now, but I remember Trevor Noah had shared it, and it was just pretty much her talking about like if you're playing, the game is almost rigged in a way where. It's equivalent to like if you're playing Monopoly, and I get to if I'm the you know if I'm if I'm the opposition, you know she's pretty much saying like they played four hundred rounds of Monopoly before we even got a turn. You know what I mean. Mm, So as a result, it's like if you know anything about Monopoly, it's all about acquisition. So no matter how Mm -hmm. much money they give you, whether you know naturally, I hear this often from you know my friends on the other side that are always just like yo like you know welfare is given or you know Medicaid is given or you know all of these different things Medicare mm-hmm. and it's like all these like governmental subsidies and they're like well that should be enough and it's like yo like going into both things you said without the education which is mm-hmm. which is the huge part and then obviously without just having you know the abilities to put it in practice it's a it's a really strong challenge man. So yeah. I totally agree with that. Um, Thanks, no. in what ways do you see lack of economic opportunity hurting people of color most?
1: Hmm, ask me that one more time so I'll make sure yeah, I got sure. to this correctly. So,
0: when you're looking, what ways do you see like the lack of economic opportunity hurting people of color, black people? Where do you see it hurting us most? Is it do you see it in housing? Do you feel like it's just kind of a triple threat where it's just like? you don't get the tools because by the time you're able to actually turn 18, you already had to do so many, you know, sometimes illegal things. Uh, You know, oftentimes I think people just think black people out here just shooting and killing because that's the thing to do. But oftentimes, like if you, if you got to feed your family, college isn't really an opportunity. You know what I mean? If you got to feed your family, just the same way that, you know, our white counterparts look to entrepreneurship Mm-hmm. It's the same way black people do it. You know what I mean? Like they just look around. That's just how entrepreneurs they look and they see a need. And sadly, mm-hmm. I don't want to sound like I'm advocating, you know, drug use or anything like that. But what I am saying is, is like people turn and use the same. They only use what they see. You know. So if oh, only, they were successful? Exactly. <laughs> so the only person who has money in your community does a particular thing. You're more likely to follow that. You know. So I, I guess that's what I really wanted to know is. What do you see hurting people of color the most when it comes to economic opportunity?
1: I want to say all of the above, housing, opportunity, just getting it all together and making it, I mean, the less road bumps as possible. I feel like we got a lot of obstacles, you know, especially starting out as far as what we're supposed to do, our egos, how we look. We spend a lot of time worrying about how we are seen instead of how we see you know wow. each other beautiful set. so it's just it's just getting over that hump of you know if we you know stop spending money on sneakers for a while, you'd be surprised the, the thought of saving we don't see the future we don't it's pretty we future. don't so it's like we live in the present we will get to the future when it's almost over so
0: yeah, and i think, I think part of it so. too is is like nobody ever writes us into the future you know what I mean so I think part of it is like when you're not written into the future it's like why plan for it like Mm -hmm. you know one of the things that I have actually for us to cover a little bit later in the show is specifically about and you touched on it earlier like we come together during times where we have to like during bad times but -hmm. it's like how do we transform our minds from going from we only win when we have to survive and we don't win just Mm -hmm. off of thriving? Like, do we know how to play with the lead, if you get what I mean?
1: Yeah, make it a lifestyle. (laughs) Yeah,
0: like, how do we turn that into it? But I'm going to add some data points to what you said, because I really like what you said specifically about uh, housing, schooling, that type thing. One of the things that they also said in the article was 68% of white families actually own their homes while 42% of Black families did. So that's already something where you look at where it's like, if you know anything about home ownership or the ability to be able to flip your money, you know, you can, you could do so many different things with it. You can refinance it. You can let people live in it. You can house hack. There's so many different things that you can do, which is typically another revenue stream and all those different, different type of things. The other thing is schooling. It's so crazy. When I was looking up like the stats of like student loan debt, where it was like black people are in more student loan debt than any other typical racial group in America and mm-hmm. obviously you and I can have you know an expansive conversation around you know should there be some type of reparations and I'm I'm eager to to get your insight on that and I and I, and I hate calling it that and the reason why I hate calling it that is because what I figured out in America especially when it comes to policy making is it is all about the word you know what I mean like yeah. right now the big term is defund the police so nav- naturally whenever somebody hears that the people on the other side are like oh they're trying to pull guns away from the police and it's like no defunding and if you if you understand what that means maybe we can explain that so I don't want to like get caught up specifically on the words reparations because
1: yeah, then it seems like it's something we already said
0: exactly so. but do you feel like there should be some additional support I don't even want to say assistance but support sent our way in exchange for you know some of the some of the plights. <laughs> That we've had Mm -hmm. to experience along the way. Because obviously everybody Uh, says, hey, pull yourselves up by your bootstraps. But, like, if you don't got no boots.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No straps in the boots. Exactly. You know. I I just feel like a lot of things need to be restructured as far as cost. Uh, Because I don't feel like like college should be as expensive as some of it is. Absolutely. Especially when it's not guaranteed once you're done with it. To recoup. you know. No, that's money. exactly that's right. Something. I, I like, totally get what you're saying. You're saying I would like happily, investment you know, is not even Yeah, like that's I, I understand it's an investment, but it's not an investment if I'm putting money into something and it's not automatically like
0: that's exactly
1: guaranteed right. that I'm going to get it back. So pretty much I'm just playing the lottery every day, expensive lottery, exactly hoping right. that yeah. I get it. And,
0: and it's, there's no conditions to it either. Like they don't you know, yeah. if you don't get your job, you don't get your job. You know what I mean? They like mm-hmm. that that loan still do. <laughs> no matter what.
1: And then I got yeah, to take out loans to go to school, but I still got to pay for my livelihood on top of going to school, which I never had to pay for my livelihood going to school before this, so why I got to do it now? It's like you want us to grow up, but still learn certain things. I mean, I get it's a challenge and it's supposed to be something you can get over, but some people are not built like that. Some people can't afford to be built like that. Yeah. So, going back yeah, to what like,
0: you said on changing the system. So A couple different things. What does changing the system look like to you?
1: I mean, the money. I can't really speak on the whole money thing about it because you know we can do that.
0: No, no, no. When I'm saying changing the system, I'm saying, are you talking about? Because obviously, there's listeners here who want to know what to do. When you say change the system, are you looking at through more like politically? Like, hey, man, we got to go. We got to go to the top. Do you feel like it's like, hey, just empowering our community? You know what I mean? Does that look like? you know, one Saturday a month, like, make sure you, you know, you buy from a black business. I'm just kind of interested to know, because I actually agree with you wholeheartedly on changing this.
1: I won't go as far as, like, saying, you know, of course, I'm going to say buy from the black communities. That's a whole other support thing we need to do. We just need to have our own economy. But that's a whole other conversation. But as far as education is concerned, it's like, ah, just to know you don't I don't want to say you don't have to go to college or you don't, you can get a, you know, go to technical school, get a trade, right. become essential. This time, these times right now, it lets you know that what you really need to be focused on. Cause even people who's, you know, getting a lot of money, have been laid off. That's right. College. That's right. So it's like, I don't want to say just go be essential. Don't go to college. I say do both. See, but as far as changing the system, it's like, maybe you just the, the cost of a lot of things. Like, makes you wonder where all this money's going to. Yes, college is an experience, but why am I paying for live experiences that I can get walking down the street?
0: No, exactly. Right. And I think that you touched That's on right. something. I can speak to this completely because as someone who went to college, got a four-year degree, I don't feel any smarter by having it, mm-hmm. you know. Right. Um, and I actually stood in Lowe's yesterday and, sure. you know, you know that I recently just acquired a rental and I'm like trying to figure out, like, am I going to include my that
1: again. You did what?
0: You know, I just. Per-
1: I I don't like how your tone changes. No, so no, no. I need, just per- know. my first rent property,
0: whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but what I light what flex. What I was Carry looking on. at was specifically like lawn care, and I was looking at lawnmowers, and I was saying like, how many people, especially in our community, are capable of cutting grass? Like, you know, we learn that from a pup. You know what I mean? It's like <laughs> <you> just <laughs> get behind it. You keep pushing. You follow these particular lines, and it's like, how many entrepreneurs are out there? but I feel like something that black people in particular that we struggle with is almost like this curse of exceptionalism where it's like, everything we do has to like be grandiose. Like we always only celebrate like the big wins and it's like, everybody's not going to be Michael Jordan or LeBron James, but you can do something in your particular field that you can win. Mm -hmm. And like you said, tech, technical schools, that's huge. Like we need electricians. That's one of the few, you know, businesses out here that aren't being automated, all of these like plumbers, all of these people who can, I mean, to me, they're like the perfect type of capitalists because you get to charge mm-hmm. people out the wazoo because people uh-huh. people want to know how to do this. So I really love that you said that. So if y'all are listening, uh, take a look around and see. So as I talked about earlier, specifically about, you know, when you hear people say, hey, blacks should be doing more for themselves, pulling themselves up by their their bootstraps, whatever. Do you feel like that's the solution to fixing the wealth gap in our community?
1: I I feel like that's just a form of survival. That's not us changing mm. the score on anything. Okay. That's just them telling us yeah, to survive. Yeah. Get it. How you like, put my bootstraps on to do what? Like, to do what? Like, that's a great point. It's just, it's just pretty much telling me to survive. Good luck. Stop complaining. That's all it sounds like to me when people say that. Yeah, so I'm just, like,
0: keep figuring it out.
1: Yeah, like keep staying alive. All these things—it's just like, what do you? It's not really doing anything. Like, even when you ask them to somebody to tell you what's the, what do you mean by that, stop playing it's like, I'm just pulling myself out of a hole, bro. I'm sorry. I'm just trying to, you know, get my head above water. Man,
0: well said. And you know what? I, I didn't think I was gonna go down this. <laughs> I didn't think I was gonna go down this route. But I, I, I'm actually gonna say it. Because obviously with this being, you know, largely a financial podcast, like I read a lot about money. And I seen the other day that Jeff Bezos, you know, hit $172 billion in net worth in exchange, um, you know, for building Amazon, that type thing. And then what was crazy about it was it said that that's even after he paid, you know, I think it was 4% stake in the company to his wife and her divorce. But what was kind of like nauseating for me was, was that he was like. $500 million away to all Amazon employees for them being on front front lines and being exposed to COVID. (laughs) And so I was like, well, you know, I'm not going to get hung up on specifically that because you got to read the fine print. And actually when I seen the fine print, it actually kind of came out to like $500 per employee. And I'm just sitting here and I'm just saying like (laughs) in a, in a world where somebody is worth $170 billion, like you, you got more money than generations will be able to spend. At what point does it just become accountability to your fellow man? Like in mm-hmm. in the world that you live in, where you know, I heard Tupac, I heard Tupac say it recently, you know, recently from an interview, but obviously he's gone. But he he said it in allegedly. Oh, okay, whatever. Please keep that <laughs> propaganda. But he said, like, what are what are like? It's kind of gross to think that people are buying mansions when we still have people living on the street. You know,
2: mm-hmm. and
0: it's just like, man, like like you said, it's like we're, we're only doing enough to to get people to to just get to tomorrow. But it's like you're not really helping people. You're not really setting people up for the long term. So I just I, I kind of appreciate you just adding that yeah. that enlightenment to it. One of the things that I see and I'm going to mention it in the book that I that I offer at the end of it. But I read this in a book and it's actually pretty noticeable to me and I wanted mm-hmm. to see if it is to you. The thing that I see plaguing Blacks in particular, I feel like, is lack of ownership.
2: Mm-hmm. Whether it's mm-hmm.
0: in business, something that we, I don't think we talk enough about is intellectual property, i.e., getting paid for our ideas because we really are out here dictating culture, mm-hmm. and then economic opportunities. And oftentimes, we spend a lot of time, you know, my cousin, she always tells me, like, she says, outrage is the new marketing for Blacks. You know, <laughs> we're like, it, it, and, and when she says it, she's saying, like, companies, that's where they put their marketing dollars behind. You know what I mean? Like, we're looking mm-hmm. at now, all these companies like, oh, you know, Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter. Yeah. It's
1: like, equality. Yeah, you know, there like, two days about equality. and It's like, where was this at before this?
0: Yeah, and I'm just like, what about a seat at the table? You know what I mean? Like, what about actually, like, because I'm like, you know, you want to know how you can prevent your company from, you know, issuing out controversial statements or saying stupid stuff? Get somebody at the table who looks different than mm-hmm. you because mm-hmm. they'll be able to tell you hey that's offensive that's this and that how do you feel like we can do a better job at acquiring things and keeping it like we i feel like we really got to start teaching ownership because like the reason why people don't don't understand why nfl owners can be like yo y'all gonna stand during the national anthem is because they own it mm-hmm. <laughs> you know like the reason why people are able to like not change certain rules and some of these institutions and factions have been able to stand so long you're like man that's mad racist But the reason why they've been able to do it is because they own it. How do we do a better job at acquiring things and then keeping it via ownership?
1: I feel like now and the generation after us will probably succeed from this more than we will. Well, before us, because we have all the knowledge now, the access to how to do this, how to do real estate without having a real estate license. There's so many (laughs) different ways to. For sure. You, and we always brainwash you think we got to do certain things to get other places when really you don't. It's right there. Yeah, yeah. It's just in the fine print. So That's it's right just, it. like I feel like if we really expanded our knowledge using our resources and the things that have been around so long that we can't change, we need to mm-hmm. come together and fight against. As far as like you said, NFL, for example. Right. The thing is, they live so far out of their means. Most of them come from, you know, our upbringings right, or right. and if they just i don't want to say stayed in that mentality but dumbed it down financially they would be able to come together and fight back from these owners you know telling them that you, you don't do it you're not going to play you're not going to get paid blah 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 yeah and so you just saying, fight the I, good fight no i
0: totally agree and i think that that goes into like even like the collecting collective bargaining agreements where like they do all this complaining, but it's like, are you willing to miss a few checks behind what yeah. you believe in?
1: But then yeah. you got to deal with the problem of are they willing... I feel like a lot of these these owners, and I don't know, I'm just going to say it, white people, the people on the other side, that's what you call it, right? And people on the other side, they would rather be destroyed than see us win. So mm-hmm. you got to really think about, man, what are we going to do, even if we fought it? Hmm. So it's like... I feel like oh well they don't play, we'll have our um, NFL look terrible. Let
0: it be trash.
1: But what makes if you it optimistic? Doesn't work,
0: like, what makes you optimistic that our generation and you—I think you said the gen- generation to follow—you feel like what makes you feel like we—it's clicking with us finally.
1: Because I feel like the clock on us saying we don't know is running out. Mm. The fact that we oh I didn't see it, I didn't know. or How do I get to it? Is, just because you over. feel
0: like the excuses, right? Like we yeah, were our excuses of that are day.
1: running. Now we can say, no one told us. Oh, you know, back in the days we couldn't read. You, you know, they killed us yeah, for learning. For sure, they killed us for learning. Now it's like we got access to pretty much yeah, so all the information. Like, yeah, so it's, it's like, like, do you, like, you want to do it or do you not? Because that's pretty much what it is right now.
0: Yeah, and I are you going to come like,
1: together or you're not going to come together? So you, it's you like, come
0: in a situation, even in our community, of truly the haves and the have nots. Mm-hmm. Like I really do feel that way because, like. You know, obviously, yeah. you and I kind of spoke offline about this, but like we're seeing people, we're seeing people do it. You know what I mean? Like in our lifetime, we've seen a hip hop artist become a billionaire. Like in our lifetime, we've seen, you know, an NBA player become a billionaire and owner. Obviously, he was extremely exceptional at it, Mm -hmm. but we've seen that. And like, I don't even know in our parents' lifetime, I could be wrong, obviously, maybe some random people living in, you know, Africa or something, but Like, in our lifetime, I mean, our parents are old enough to remember when Oprah didn't have money, (laughs) you know what I mean, when there was no Oprah. So, and Oprah's kind of always been like that, that beacon when it comes to, like, economic supremacy. And so I'm always, I I, I think I actually share that same type of optimism that you do. Uh, One of the things I've seen is I've been just been really impressed with the way I feel like Black people have really just begun to enlighten our sales on our economic power specifically in recent events you know with all the I hate to I don't want to cheapen it by saying with the protesting but with all the enlightenment that's come from terrible situations Mm. do you feel like that's the case and do you think we can extend that we can sustain it
1: I'm 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 still struggling with how much of it is authentic so I don't know how I don't want to say Come yeah. off too crazy about saying it, but it's like I feel like it's more of a lot of people just having time now wow. and opportunity, yeah, because of you know COVID and all this stuff going on, and then a lot of people, you know, lost their jobs, but getting unemployment, and getting more money than they got when they were actually working. That's a good point. Yeah, so it's like now I got time. Now it's on social media. Now it's a fashionable thing. Now, See, and that's like what I was gonna to say. Do. Almost everything so, in
0: life. I always said that I knew we were gonna we were gonna run into this
1: was when when being
0: being biased and being prejudiced or racist Mm -hmm. or whatever kind of went out of being vogue and it's not cool no more Mm -hmm. then it's like oh snap yeah we need to be on this train now you know but what I'm trying to get people to do and this is something I don't want to sound like I'm I'm ragging on our people but this is something that I've always struggled with is we spend too much time majoring in the minor things Mm -hmm. like we, we care, you know, and this has been my pushback. And I know this is, uh, <laughs> you know, a financial podcast, but I do want to say this. We spend so much time. But it's yours. You own it, bro. Do you That's think? true. That's ownership. That's what I'm talking about. But at the same time, like, it, it kind of frustrates me that we just, we're so easily diverted by stuff. Like, I'm like, bro, like, in all due respect, and I'm not even trying to, like, pick a side. I'm just saying, out of all the things we choose to latch on to right now, y'all want to latch on to to statues <laughs> like i'm like bro out of all the things that we need help with right now that's mm-hmm. what y'all want to choose to latch onto. because what people don't understand is they use that to negate all the other things that we actually need Yep. and statues are not going to put food on people's tables nope. statues aren't going to help people who are dealing with debilitating health issues get health care mm-hmm. like those are the things that i actually care about like the statues they've been there long enough Half of the people don't even know what they are unless they read it on Facebook. Like, oh, snap, that's Stonewall Jackson. Been walking (laughs)
1: past that thing all their whole lives and paid no money now. Yes,
0: and that's just my point where I'm like, this is how we lose the battle on a regular basis is because we make it about something other than what it should be.
1: But That's how they tame us, too, so. That's how they, they get us to think, you know, things are changing because they're willing to let you tear it down or tear it down for you. And it's like, okay. Yeah, but see, but that's why I keep The like, yellow pat on the head, it's going to be okay. We're trying. And then yeah, we gotta go back far, to schedule the program and it's over. on the
0: ball, man. Like, mm-hmm. all of that stuff is, you know, we kind of become a, a, self, uh, a self-eating group if we're not careful because it's always just like, you see it all the time. You know, somebody in the, in the community gives and it's like, oh, they should give more. Look how much they work. And it's just mm-hmm. like y'all don't get it. <laughs> like we mm-hmm. still we still just don't don't get it. So um if there was a message or a, a philosophy, a mantra that you use to share with our people about our mindset, our conditions, what would it be?
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, you hit me with that one off the uh.
0: mm-hmm. like if there was something you just felt like you wanted, you had you had the, the megaphone to us. And it was a message you wanted to share with us about like it, whether it's our mindset, our philosophies around it, just kind of how we move what what do you feel like we need to know what would that what would that be
1: I feel like we we are already against other people, so we can't be against other people and be against ourselves as well if that mm-hmm. makes any sense mm-hmm. yeah, yeah because we we gotta we all we always deal with you know the other side as far as how they see us. And then they just get to compare us and throw us in the melting pot with you know all the other people and compare us to them and say how hey, we don't do this whether it's the Mexicans whether it's whoever mm-hmm. you know oh you guys don't have work ethic oh we just kill each other and blah 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 it's like at the end of the day we wouldn't have to do it if we didn't have we had other choices we see yeah. things I, so I think did.
0: what I would say too is because I obviously appreciate what you said there. I think what I would say, man, honestly goes back to what you initially said, which is education. Mm -hmm. I think that if we really studied education and like, I'm not talking about like just Western civilization. I'm talking about like, like really learning how this game is played, man. Like once once you step back and you realize like, man, it's really not that complex. We just choose to get caught up in all this other stuff. And I try not to normally address this because I don't want to yeah. make it sound like it's the low-hanging fruit in our community, but, but you said it. So I'm gonna appreciate it and I'm just gonna reinforce what you said. But like spending money on all these sneakers and stuff, mm-hmm. like at some point we gotta realize that our economic power is in our ability to keep it. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, our ability to to mobilize it and, and recycle it. Kind of it. Yeah. Like how many people don't understand that like it's $149 to set up an LLC? Like. Say it it
1: one more time just in case they missed that.
0: No, I'm just saying it's $149 to to set up an LLC. That Mm. LLC has the the ability to help you save so much money on taxes. And if you want to study what the rich people are doing, Mm. they are consumed with saving on taxes. Mm. And it's like, it's never been about how much money you can make. It's always been about how much you can save. And that's why you see super rich people being like, hey, I I don't want to pay more in taxes. Right. Like, that's how companies like Amazon are able to pay zero zero dollars in, in corporate tax taxes. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm trying to tell people is like, man, like if we start educating ourselves on just just invest in yourself, like educate yourself. Like right now, one of the industries that I see that, you know, I have a friend who works in Silicon Valley and he's black and he works for a tech company. And one of the things that I notice is he's always telling me there's not a lot of people who look like him but these people are making high end six figures and it's like man like we could do tech but if you even if you're not doing tech like Tyrone said earlier like we need electricians we need business owners we need plumbers we like we need people and there's all these fields out here that we could be taken over
2: mm-hmm.
0: because everybody's not going to be a rapper and everybody's not going to be able to be a basketball or a football star i mean and there's a lot of people who come from it we funnel it but even then we don't have the education behind Owning our owning our intellectual property. That's why schools are just blowing up, and they building. You know, they got TV shows and all this stuff, yeah. and we don't own nothing. They won't even let yeah. you make money off your jersey right now. That's still a point of contention. Yeah. You know,
1: so, of the name that's someone that your ancestors gave you.
0: Yeah, like it's just it's just craziness to me. It's just, it's just
1: the, I feel like the intent to go back to your question about education. And how I would change it? I feel mm. like the intent of education needs to change. Right, it's like the intent. It's more of a business thing than it is, you know. Anybody learning something and and doing sure. it. half the stuff we're learning right now really is not things you need to be successful in life anyway. It's just, about, a, form, it's just a form of discipline. It's you know something for you to go through to prove facts. that you can do anything. facts So it's just like I wouldn't. It's like half the stuff I learned in college, high school is like uh, today I, I barely use it.
0: Yeah, exactly. So that like, that's not helping people make money. And, like, I've been going yeah. out here, and I've been trying to do a better job at, like, telling people.
1: Yeah. I as far done. as credit, I learned credit by taking L's, taking there, losses. There and go. now that's I know thing. what credit is. Community. Now I know what my credit score is. And now I know what I need to do and what not to spend money on it. Bingo. Such and such. Like, now, it's like, if I'd have known this a long time ago, I probably wouldn't, to be honest, I probably wouldn't have went to college. I
0: Look man, no. I I totally hear you because I'm I'm starting to peep game on it. Myself. I feel like I went
1: to college to buy time, bro. I don't feel like I went to do anything. And we and, and outside we of, you know <laughs> Yeah, so it's like if it gave me the pom poms at first and you know, that initial, you know, love like, oh my
2: god. Right, right. You know, it's nobody college, really goes to right,
1: college in, yeah. in my neighborhood. So it's like I'm people see me as someone I'm not, but that's right.
0: that's what I was gonna say. It's like know. a badge of honor.
1: Yeah, I I felt for that for a couple of years, but after that, it's like, <laughs> I could have I could have done I could have did without that, bro. Like, I
0: could have I could have done what I'm doing that, right now. Like
1: I'm exactly and been
0: okay. That's exactly right. So right before we get close to the end, um we do something here called the Kinetic Conversation Spitfire around, so I'll shoot that to you shortly. But before uh, we get out of here, I wanted to provide the listeners a few steps that I feel like we must take to succeed. Uh, so you can interject anywhere you like to, just let me know. If you don't want to interject at all, I'm cool with that too. But a few that I jotted down was that we have an obligation to educate ourselves. And you just touched on that, and I think we spoke extensively about that. The other thing I said was we need to set small targets and crush those. So like, I think that we need a unification in our community of like, if every black person is like, yo, I'm committed to saving a thousand dollars in a year, like our network as a people has already increased, right? Like, I just look at like small things like that. If, if every black person is like, yo, like I'm committed to, you know, paying off one credit card, I'm committed to like, and, and I wanna be fair by saying like, I know that like everybody's not in the same economic position that you and I are in, but at the same time, it takes those small those small targets Uh, to make it happen so the other thing that I was going to say was share knowledge I think forums like this obviously I'm biased but I think in general just conversation you and I when we when we see each other when we talk you know throughout the time we always try to just make sure we share knowledge and that's where I can get on the phone I can ask you questions vice versa you know hopping on YouTube like you said all of this content is there for the taking now and I think that we just have to do a really good job at sharing knowledge, yeah. you know, and that's something that I've tried to use this this platform for. But I just think we need more of that in our community, yeah. or like people almost being like moderators when they see somebody being out of line. Like yeah. what I do to most young people when I see them, especially black young people, like when I start seeing them make money, they graduate in high school. I'm always like, what's your plan? And then I'm yeah. always like my follow up question is, are you saving money? Because yeah. I, I just want them to know that, like, man, that really determines your trajectory if you can get this part right. so and A lot of you, them,
1: you know, think they, that they don't have it, so they can't save it. And, uh, and right. when I mean save money, I mean pennies. And You can start anywhere, bro. That's right. Know? Literally, $10. And we need to start bringing each other up during the journey and not really yes, get sir. to the mountaintop. If yes, sir. Sense. A lot right. of us want to start, you know, all right, we're going we're to pull the people up, but we need to just, you know, go with the journey, with the fall. When we fall, we fall together. That's so, exactly right. I totally like, agree. I touched
0: on the other one already, which was stop majoring in the minor things. Like, I think we get caught up too much in red herrings. And we try to it's win. E- it's easy,
1: to, bro. You want me to stop doing the easy way?
0: What's wrong no, I hear you. I hear you. But for me, <laughs> you know, for me as somebody who, you know, I don't I don't sit on top of the game. But I, I just try to be a watchman, you know what I mean, from, from my own family, my own life, but yeah. people around me. And I just... I see people get so, so dissuaded by so many different things. And like what I tell people is like, we're trying to win the war. So don't get so caught up in these little personal squabbles and battles. Cause like you're trying to win the war. So you got to save those resources for that. So stop majoring in the minor things. The other thing I said is stop giving away our intellectual property for free.
2: Yeah. If
0: you look at, if you look at things like, our data. If you look at things like us carrying, you know, I mean, there's literally a thing out here called black Twitter. Like if you look at, you follow bleacher report, like I do, if you mm-hmm. follow, uh, you know, ESPN, like I do, the music is ours, you know, all of these did the, the IP, the way they even phrase the the captions, okay, <laughs> you know, okay. it is is stimulated and rooted in, in black culture. So I say like, stop giving that away for free, like demand a seat at the table, you know, um, the the other thing that I said was We need knew- to make uh, your own table There you go, get your own table And even if the table's smaller At least it's your own table So mm-hmm. I totally like what you said there uh, The other thing, the last two Is learn to thrive and not just survive Like I think yeah. We do a really good job at our survival instincts mm-hmm. And if, you know Like black people in a weird way We wear survival almost as like a badge of honor yep. You know it's Like, man, we came from rice and beans, and, and like, yeah. it's almost like this. Communal... Could you do
1: it? You couldn't do it,
0: yeah. You <laughs> know, like, we, we big up it too much, I feel like, for just the survival aspect. And it's like, all right, but who wants to take it to the finish line? Like, who's trying to win it? You know,
1: like, we you don't realize to do the people we say it to be eating seafood. It's like, you're right, I couldn't, I no, have to. <laughs> so, you got for it, sure. bro. Like, right, so for
0: sure. <laughs> And then the other, my last one was what you said, which is we just got to teach this same thing to generations of people. Mm-hmm. Like, because once we do that, I think that we'll do that. So I don't know if there was any more that you wanted to add, or we can go straight into the Spitfire mm-hmm. round, but uh, I just definitely wanted to share those those small tidbits.
1: I, I chimed in where I wanted to chime in that. Ooh, respect. All
0: right. So kinetic conversation Spitfire round, what I'll do is I'm going to throw a few questions at you that kind of random in form. Uh, but they're just designed to kind of get, get fresh perspective from whoever's the guest that week. Um, so, my question to you is, first thing you do when you wake up in the morning?
1: You know, is this like a literal thing or is this like a thought? This is
0: all you, bro. This is all subjective. Whatever the Jeez. first thing you do when you wake uh, up in the
1: morning. For literally, I'm going to be literal for half half a second. And sure. Turn my lawn, turn, Look at my lawn and realize I woke up half an hour before it did. Okay. Uh other than that, I look around, I guess. See, I'm being too little. It's a it's a, yeah, it's a, it's a but it's a story it of you. my life. I'm too little, bro. it's, nah, it's, all good. it's one of my pet peeves. But uh... if
0: you had one superpower, what would it be?
1: Um... so many options. Oh uh... to know how people think.
0: Hmm. I always say I would like to be all knowing. So it's the same. It sounds like it's the yeah. same, same exact thing. If you could have dinner with one person, who would it be and why? It could be dead or alive. Hmm.
1: Uh-huh. I'd probably say my grandfather. Okay, he's not awesome. alive at the moment.
0: Sure. Why? Why in particular would you? Just because you would like to? Because he gave that me that
1: was my 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 father figure and as far as life wow. is concerned, That's awesome. first one. So, it, I would want to have like a man to man, you know, because I'd be having dinner, so it'd be like a more man to man, you know, of course, conversation. Yeah. One, you know, tell me how I'm doing. Pretty much. Yeah, my I know actually, I'm doing all right, but you know, you need to hear that course.
0: Of course. No, just I totally
1: talking about would. the you know the more adult stuff that I didn't get from you know my father. So,
0: see, That's I feel the me. same way. Mine kind of changes from time to time. Uh it, I don't, I, I wouldn't do my grandfather, but like mine kind of changes from time to time based on how I'm feeling. But like, I really think if I could, I would really like to to have a sit down with Tupac. Like, I just really want
1: to know. Like that crossed my he crossed my mind when I was thinking about it. But
0: like, I mean, he just really is one of the most insightful. And to me, I call it like intellectual genius in regards to like just the way he communicated and like to walk that 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 line i don't i'm just really intrigued by tupac obviously so um that's that's my person um next question what financial topic do you think should be discussed or taught more
1: by financial topic what do you mean
0: yeah so like do you think people you wish that people knew more about credit i think i feel like i know where you're going in regards to I think the topic that you would talk about is actually that you don't need school like there's an opportunity all around you mm-hmm. uh and you don't have to kind of fit into that same box as like everybody's saying hey you got to learn this algebra you know I, like i just feel like when i say financial topic the things that we really need to know to succeed we don't really learn in school so you know like last last episode the gentleman shared that he thought personal finance should be something that's taught more of you know like how to balance a budget, so I'm kind of intrigued to know what he's. I would
1: say want? invest in yourself
0: oh, more correct. so self investment
1: mm-hmm. whether that's, that's like. your shoebox money, whether it's family, whether it's conversations, whether it's just knowing, just investing in yourself. Look at yourself as an investment and put a lot into it and stop worrying about others and what's going on around you. Yes, sir. Um, business idol
0: or inspiration.
1: I don't want to be typical and say Jay-Z, but that's a lot. Okay. So I'm not going with that. That, okay. would be, that would be be me cheating. But, Okay. Uh, um, hmm.
0: And it don't even have to be somebody who's particularly, you know, like well and off. Me. Because yeah. I feel like inspiration, you know, there's a lot mm-hmm. of people who make this thing tick, you know, so.
1: Yeah. Hmm. I'm gonna go with fifty cent. Okay. Mr Mr. was Mr. it? Curtis Jackson. Yeah, Mr. Award, Mr. Curtis yeah, Jackson, Mr. You know. Subconsciously, a... uh I, I I agree with some of his ignorance. So oh, uh, I know you do. I, 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 <laughs> hey, take it easy. Take it easy. But uh, you know, so I'm gonna go with that, you know. Monetize, right, but he monetizes ignorance, so you know, that's yeah, part of investing. in so he does. Um <laughs> Final
0: one would be favorite saying, quote, or book.
1: Favorite thing, quote, or book, you say?
0: Favorite saying, quote, okay. or book.
1: So I can pick one of those three.
0: Or you can do all three, whatever you prefer. Just we like our people to be enlightened on the podcast. So
1: favorite
0: book. There's, <laughs> there's kind of a quote that gets you up in the morning, you know, or that you just like, man, I can't live without this quote. This means something to me. If there's a saying that you just like. I connect with that, or if there's a
1: book. Um, <sighs> Booking and book is tricky because I'll be like, whatever I'm reading right now that has my, interest, yeah, yeah. gonna be the favorite one. And that might not actually be true, but I'm probably gonna go with the way of a superior man. Hmm. It's a really great book. It helped me, you know, see things and take my emotions out of a lot of things.
0: Did I, did you put me on that book, or did I put I,
1: it, swords? sharpen swords man
0: it doesn't matter no i no the i know who i know where i heard I, nipsey i actually watched an interview with nip uh with nipsey hustle and
1: that's yeah, what i he heard says it, to but do I, it. I, yeah but i remember uh, it uh man his lady brought it for him.
0: yeah see i, I was remember about that. to call. i was about to say Megan good
1: that's crazy oh, yeah.
0: okay they're going to kill <laughs> me for that
1: one but yeah
0: so what i'm going to go for the recommended book i'm going to do the miseducation of the negro by dr carter woodson i really like that book i think it mm. It, it's it's old school written but uh it's it's freshly it's it's freshly needed so i really like that so we are at the end my friend so I'll wrap it up but I didn't know if there was anything else that you wanted to add or uh leave to the listeners before we get out of here um that you just feel like would be beneficial
1: just wanted to say thank you you know what I mean because i haven't oh, done man, this. i haven't done this uh in a while appreciate you you know bringing me up during the journey and not when you get to the top
0: you know? Nah, man yeah. <laughs> honored to have you on you know, like, practice makes perfect no nah, absolutely honored to have you mm-hmm. on man like i say um i wanted you on because i felt like you just really bring raw and much needed insight so
1: and we like, got more other things to come you know
0: yes sir of course <laughs> so um <laughs> so, alright y'all so in conclusion we're gonna go ahead and wrap it up thanks again to our guest, my friend mr tyrone for joining the show like i say dropping dropping gems keeping us keeping us afloat in the community And I just want you to know that whether you share in the struggle directly or not, we need allies in this fight. So equality is not going to be achieved just by, you know, ourselves. We need people at every level getting out there, trying to make it happen, because we cannot do it alone. Thank you all so much for listening. I hope that you're truly activated, engaged, and inspired to make your world a better place. Until next time, well wishes and Godspeed.